0: The Bucks last night for real Lost for the second time to the Miami Heat in an ugly performance last evening. Talk a little bit more about that. He's going to be hosting the Milwaukee Basketball Hour coming up tonight with Vin Baker. And then Zora Stevenson's going to be there as well tonight. Baby Tausch, Billy
1: Schmidt, joining us. Baby hi, baby Tausch, how you doing, buddy? Well, I'm not as warm as you are, Bill, but uh, that that broadcast booth, there is nothing more peaceful than looking out and watching the one guy work on the ground screw while everyone else just pounds dirt into the middle of the pitcher's mound. One guy's That's cutting exactly the grass. Right. And it is just a beautiful sight, man. And great job, great conversation uh, with David. We're going to bring a lot of it back on the local show around 3 o'clock on the big show. But, yeah, last night, frustrating for the Bucks, Man, I haven't seen them throw up that many bricks as Kelly O'Linick and Jay Crowder had more made threes than the Milwaukee Bucks did as an entire team last night right? in South Beach.
0: Yeah, you know, how much stock do you put into it was the third game in four days?
1: Well, and and you know what else too, Bill? It's the first, second of a six-game and nine-day run. They go out on on the West Coast here coming up at the end of the week. They're hitting a grind here in the schedule where they're really going to start playing a lot of playoff teams. And and with Middleton coming back after missing a couple of nights, they just never got into a rhythm. And and I have no. I will say this because I am going to take a little bit more credence into the loss last night than some might. I think that Miami team matches up really really well against this Bucks group and a lot of it is because of the physicality with the leadership they got they're Really, incredibly well coached with Eric Spoelstra. If you if you don't believe he's a top seven five coach I think in the he's NBA, great. he's tremendous. You, you've been around pro athletes, Bill, for a long time. To be able to get the kind of guys that he did with the big three of Wade, Bosh, and James, everybody around them to buy in and play that type of defense, he, he's he's a really good coach. And now he's got a physical leader in Jimmy Butler to kind of set the pace. They're, they're a physical team, and I haven't seen a team be able to be that physical with Giannis for forty eight minutes. I uh, I
0: would agree. I think they push and they almost and I heard this this morning from Eric Name, but they almost push you to the point where they dare the officials to to, to call additional fouls on them. Yeah, hundred percent. They put pu- yeah, they push you to the point where it's like, foul us out. We dare you, and they're going to keep pushing the envelope. And last night they did it again. They pushed a lot of guys around. Giannis not a spectacular night. Uh, nobody had a spectacular night. Brooke Lopez did, but beyond that, uh, nobody had really that that outstanding night. I. I, look, I don't fear Miami. I think I, I agree with you. I think they match up well with the Bucks, and they play a more physical style of basketball. But if it gets to the postseason, I don't fear Miami. I, I just, I just don't. I don't think they have the depth. Sure. And when you go, when you go to the games where you're not playing the game every day, the way the Bucks are doing it right now, and catching them on the back end of a three out of four set. Uh, I, I I wouldn't fear Miami I, I certainly think Miami's a tough foe and I think Eric Spolster is really good at trying to figure out the matchup that he's going to take mm-hmm. away from you but I don't th- I don't necessarily I don't, people are panicking and I, I'm not panicking at all I think this team is still the best team in the NBA and I still think they're destined for the NBA final
1: I think it, it it plays into one thing Bill and and there's always been this belief that you have to now dominate the postseason as well until you get back to the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, they're going to win the first two series, no doubt about it. Maybe play Philadelphia, maybe play Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals. Then the real test comes when they play L.A. I think we're now having the the settling feeling of Guys, the second round of the NBA playoffs is not going to be easy. If that's a five, a six, a seven-game series, I wouldn't be surprised because they are going to match up well against the Bucks, and, and somebody is going to hit the deck just about every other time down the floor against that Miami team. My concern is how physical they play. I don't think they're better than the Milwaukee Bucks. They're going to make it a lot harder than people expected the second round of the NBA playoffs to be, and I think that's where the, the panic comes in because... Bill, think about it. This team lost one playoff game in the first two rounds of of the playoffs last year. They boat-raced Detroit. Now everybody thinks you win the first round of the NBA playoffs by 20-plus each night. And then in the second round, they played Boston. After losing the first game, they swept them out in the next four. So there's this complacency of how the NBA playoffs play out for the number 1 overall seed. It's usually not that easy. When do you expect Kyle Korver back? Do we know? It appears they're being real cautious with him. I, I don't expect him to be really back before the end of this West Coast road trip that they go to uh, L.A. on Friday night. And you talked about three games in four days. They do it again this weekend, Friday night in L.A., then travel down to Phoenix for an evening game on Sunday, a back-to-back in Denver on Monday night. I would expect you see Kyle Korver back closer uh, to next week into late next week when they play Boston, I think, on Thursday night. But n- no official word, and, and that's kind of pure speculation. They've been really, really hush-hush about it. And here's the thing with – with I mean,
0: because you obviously come to the West Coast, but you play Phoenix. Phoenix has been a pushover for the last few years. Phoenix is expecting to get into the postseason as the A-seed this season, and they just had uh, a game the other night here where they're just being screamed at because their effort has been so crappy but they've actually won a few ball games here in recent history. And they beat so, you
1: twice last year, too.
0: Right. And so I, I look, Phoenix is is not a pushover. It used to be you could come out here and just knock them down and go. But yeah, you, they beat you twice last year. So I don't think you can overlook what Phoenix has. So it is going to be a grind. Um, with the, you know, I, I just want to say that we were talking about whether or not LeBron should be a legitimate candidate for the MVP. Sure. I think it's between those two. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I said this it's Giannis's award to lose in my opinion, and what you're going to see is as you go down the stretch and you're going to play the Lakers head-to-head here uh, but as you go down the stretch, the Bucks' competition, level of competition is going to go up the knock on the Bucks has been that yes, they're winning at a prolific rate, yes, they're beating teams by double digits, and it's historically the best number in, in the NBA ever but they're also now going to earn it as they're playing teams that are 500 or better or teams that are jockeying for position for postseason and this is where Giannis begins to separate himself and actually win the MVP and hang on to it as opposed to what LeBron will do. That's what I feel. I don't know how you feel.
1: Yeah, no question. I I definitely think he's he's the clear-cut front runner to win it. But I've seen it in years past, a couple of years ago, when Russell Westbrook took it away from James Harden with just closing out with triple-double night after night. He was putting up 35 and having a triple-double. He had one 50-point triple-double there in the middle of it and, and kind of just took the award away. That's what I think ultimately LeBron's going to have to do but you're exactly right bill i mean this this upcoming weekend they're going to play the number 1 number 2 team in the western conference in twice in four days. They're going to play at LA and at Denver. They still have Toronto twice, the second-ranked team in the Eastern Conference. They still got to play Boston twice. They got to play Philadelphia again. They're going to see this Miami Heat club again. So the schedule is going to thicken here in the final 21. It makes that 70 mark uh, a little bit less achievable at 18 of their last 21. But, hey, they win 15 of their last 21, and they have the best record this team has ever seen in the regular season. That's pretty damn impressive as well.
0: I don't – as much as I want to – because as a fan, I want to see them get to 70, but – you know, I mean, guy after guy after guy has come on the program and said, "Now nah, this is all about winning a championship. And if they have to pace themselves, if they have mm-hmm. to worry about load management and stuff, they're fine with that. It doesn't seem like, I mean, yes, they want to win 70, but it seems like they have absolutely positively zero focus on the number 70.
1: I think that's where the Kyle Corver, wait, comes in and wait and see when he comes back. You know, George Hill was kind of in that limbo stage for a little bit before he the All-Star break. Night.
0: I mean, is he okay? Because I know he went down last night,
1: uh, too. Bill, he had one of those moments where, uh, I don't know if you've ever been in Old time. On scottsdale and you take a turn and all of a sudden there's a railing that kind of hits you right in between that, that felt like where the knee caught my man george hill last yeah. night
0: yep right in that solar plexus we'll say yeah no no doubt
1: right in the big so, unit
0: so uh coming up tonight you got vin baker uh who's going to be joining you on the show yes, and uh zora zora stevenson now, i have not i gotta admit i've never had a chance to talk to zora Same. stevenson
1: same, so, uh, I'm, I'm really excited because I think she does a really good job of the storytelling aspect of that job, being around you know sports for a long time, Bill, and you, you were part of the flagship too, so I think there's there's a delicate balancing act you got to do with that. I'm, I'm intrigued to hear a broadcasting aspect from her, but also a former D1 player, she's back now in basketball. That's a really cool story about it too, and obviously Vin Baker, four-time All-Star, he's going to give us a little bit more behind the bench into the coaching philosophy when you had Bud on, he kind of scoffs all the time at adjusting for other teams in the regular season. I want to hear how much he makes the assistant coaches like Vin Baker do that later on tonight when we hang out at Good City Brewing.
0: You know, here's the other question you can ask him. And I got it through the grapevine that uh, he is being uh, informally pressured to uh, to move on, and that is Darvin Ham is going to get a head coaching job.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. No, he's definitely have... going to get a look.
0: Yeah, I have heard, uh, from numerous people now that, uh, he is on top of lists going into this offseason and that there has been some teams that have passed through, we'll say, that have had some conversations with him. So, uh, I, you know, I really thought he was going to get the Timberwolves job. Mm-hmm. and uh, and he didn't, but uh, from what I understand, this might cherish him now because this might be sure. the last year for uh, Darvin Ham in Milwaukee.
1: Well, and too, it also comes back to a lot of people don't want to take a, a chance on a, an assistant from a team that they don't know yet until they see somebody go out and have some success doing it. Taylor Jenkins got the Memphis job and has that team, I mean, I get it, they probably have the rookie of the year, but they're an eighth seed out in the West, so there's some success coming from the Budenholzer system where they say, now we have to go and give Darvin Ham a shot because everybody else is going to overlook him for a few times.
0: Yep, no doubt. So I, that's another question when you talk to Vin Baker about uh, Darvin Hammond and his future and how good of a coach he is because I'd love to get Darvin back on the program, but um, I, th- that guy has really absorbed basketball. So good stuff coming up tonight down at Good City Brewing I right across the plaza from the Fiserv Forum. It's the Milwaukee Basketball Hour, and uh, you're going to be down there. Zora's going to be there. Vin Baker's going to be there. She'll be a good one. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. Take it easy.
1: Enjoy Phoenix, and uh, we'll pick up right where you left off next week. I will keep the chairs warm when I leave. Awesome. <laughs> and just leave a case of beer there, too. It's all okay. good. We'll finish it off. All right. Sounds good. Talk to you
0: soon. There you go. Bill Babytail Schmidt uh, joining us for a couple of minutes and talking some basketball. Is, he is the uh, the host of the Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show and also is going to be filling in for me tonight down at Good City Brewing uh, for the Milwaukee Basketball Hour. Uh, all of our guests are always joining us uh, on whether it's uh, the hot seat or whether it is uh, our good friends from, uh, from Schneider. Schneider, good. Uh, they're you know, kind of getting it done. Uh, if you're looking for a great team to go work for, go to Schneiderjobs.com or call them 844-PRIDE or go to Schneiderjobs.com. Just a great uh, group of people up there. And whether you're looking for a new job or you're looking for your first job, whatever it may be, they have on-the-job training there as well. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.